Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan, and today we're going to be talking about games that we love, but everyone else hates, dislikes, does not approve of, all under that umbrella. So that's what our, that's what our subject is today. How are you doing, Nate? I'm good. Uh, I think we should probably change the title to something like Unpopular Gaming Opinions or something. It's probably shorter and easier to search. Yeah. SEO, man. SEO, you know what I mean? <laughs> if- <laughs> yeah okay cool we'll put that as a title <laughs> may end up cutting that bit out of the uh <laughs> intro <laughs> no leave it in leave it in oh god no, no. whichever one is editing leave it in oh god okay <laughs> that's the thing uh, how are you doing mate <laughs> uh i'm good <laughs> unpopular gaming opinions god this is basically the the episode where we like reveal how trash our opinions are you know like the kind of crap we've played yeah i mean mine's mine's very limited to basically anime games and nintendo stuff is basically a summary of what my uh gaming habits are so expect a few of them on my <laughs> list but uh yeah <laughs> um mine are also sort of like tie-in games sequels and things so it should be interesting to say the least little like disclaimer like preface we've made our lists based off of metacritic scores uh 60 or under but uh metacritic also doesn't have every single game that ever existed so there's probably some games we would have mentioned but forgot and probably best to have forgotten because again this is the episode about our trash taste so okay cool uh do you want me to kick us off nathan yeah sure if you uh, <laughs> if you want to like just break the seal you know <laughs> open this trash taste can um, i'm gonna break the seal i'm gonna i'm gonna start off right now with um the lowest ranking score uh at all on my list uh and funny enough it's actually a game we've discussed before it is uh dragon ball z ultimate battle 22 on ps1 <laughs> okay i'm not surprised i did see that but uh, i didn't put that on my list because i didn't enjoy that game yeah well i did enjoy that game as a kid it got on metacritic it got a score of 25 yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was low. That is like the lowest game that I've got on there. Because I was I was looking at these uh, Metacritic scores. It's like, I, like these these games. Like, there's a reason why I haven't played them. They're all quite trash. And then, funny enough, when I'm looking for all these trash games, there's a game that I do play that I actually <laughs> kind of enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, as as we said in previous videos, uh, I I have um played I've played this game recently, and it is yeah, it's not it's not the greatest game, not gonna lie. Um, but just a quick summary: for Ultimate Battle 22 is Dragon Ball uh, 2D fighter on the PlayStation. Goes from characters as young as Kid Goku up to Majin Buu and Super Buu. But like, it is like. I, I want to say it wasn't a bad game, but low-key, I know it is. <laughs> we both discussed this before, and it's... Uh, but yes. Um, I don't know what else I can really say on it, because I, I, I did enjoy this as a kid. I, like, it's a bit harder for me to pick up now, because it's not as, like... I'd have to plug my PS3 in and stuff, or start up a PS1. But, like, I don't know, I enjoyed it. Maybe it's nostalgia goggles, but... <laughs> okay, well, um, I guess because you have you started with a PS1 game. I only have one PS1 game. And I've actually seen this game on many of like the X number of worst games, you know, of all time list. Mm -hmm. it, this game I've heard people often call the worst PlayStation 1 game to ever exist. Okay, jeez. 
as a kid, I used to play a game called World Scariest Police Chases, and I had loads of fun with this game as a kid, even though, even as a kid, I knew it was a garbage game. And right now, I know it's a garbage game, but I just have some weird nostalgia goggles for it. It was, I think it was like a TV show tie-in game, and you could play single player or multiplayer, right? Local co-op. One person would drive, and one person would shoot. But you only had so much ammo, and pretty much taking down any car was really hard so player two who was the gunner was basically useless after about 20 seconds and you can't get more ammo or at least i never figured out how to get more ammo so mm-hmm. player two would just sit there and like uh, play with a little cursor on the screen whilst player one just drove around it kind of sounds like a game that like you'd play with like your little brother or something and he's like, oh, I want to play. And you're like, fine. Here, you can play the shooting thing. I'll do the main <laughs> bit while you do <laughs> you do the bit that doesn't really count for as much. <laughs> the thing is, right, I never ever got very far in that game uh, because I could never really take down any of the cars. So <laughs> me and my friend would just drive around. We'd just take it in turns to drive to different parts of the map, fuck around for a bit, and then swap off. <laughs> Sounds like you just treated it like Crazy Taxi then. <laughs> Kind of, but it is a god awful game. <laughs> yeah, dear God. What was the score on that on Metacritic? Oh, I didn't note that down. I didn't know any of the scores down, but um, uh, yeah. again, look it up. You'll see it. It is often on like a lot of the anyone who remembers it. It's often on like the worst games list. Yeah. Ah, uh, fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a PS One choices then. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go to a uh, GameCube game that I loved. Okay. Um, which is uh, Pokemon Channel. I never played it. You never played it. So it's like, um, like I know you like you've probably heard of the premise of this. It's like a like a Hey You Pikachu. It's like you're just chilling with Pikachu basically. But is it is it as fun? Do you get a little microphone and go, Hey Pikachu, Pikachu, the apple? <laughs> no. which is probably why it's um not as high on this list uh, on the metacritic because it got a score of 55 okay i was gonna say that's not bad but that's just barely over half (laughs) yeah it's barely over this is a game like i think as a kid i don't know whether it's because it's just 3d pokemon at the time if you got 3d pokemon anything on a home console you'd be loving it like it is just a it was just a time back then where like like the mainline uh pokemon games were just 2d it was like Red and blue, gold, silver, ruby, sapphire. And this is du- during third gen. So you got like your like third gen Pokemon like roaming around doing bits. But the main premise of this game was you're watching TV with Pikachu. And there's like loads of different channels you can go through. Um, and I think they started at different times. Cro- like, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's uh, like there's like a shopping channel. There's like an exercise channel and stuff. Uh, and like you just uh, and there's like a there's a little short of like the peak the pichu bros you remember the pichu bros like the um yeah um there's like a little thing in there and like uh there's like little like it isn't just watching tv though you can go outside and you can like venture to different like areas get on the bus with pikachu and like go to the seaside where you like i think you go fishing i think you can go fishing i don't i, I might be wrong on that as well it's been a while since i played it but i did enjoy it uh, and then like it's like you can solve puzzles with them and stuff, and you discover other Pokemon at different times of the day. And it's like it's cool. It's like it's a cool little game. It's a fun, cute game. I can understand why it's like got a score of fifty-five though, because let's face it, it's not like the most <laughs> thrilling game you can play. 
<laughs> there's only so there's only so much going outside watching tv and buying things uh on the pokemon shopping channel that you can do <laughs> fair enough no I, I enjoyed this and uh there's even like uh if you plug your game boy advance in and go to like a campsite you can get a jirachi as well dude that's cool i think in the u.s i think you uh you get with pokemon coliseum in the uh uk and europe i think if you got pokemon channel that's where you get the jirachi oh okay yeah and i was uh i was one of those guys that was like oh yeah like come around my house <laughs> <laughs> like connect, connect your game boy once you get you get free jirachi like my mates are like yeah, yeah cool jirachi <laughs> so because i'm the only one that had pokemon channels so oh we would have been friends back then too yeah because you would have give <laughs> helped me get a legendary pokemon <laughs> you still want it nathan i still got the game <laughs> bring your game boy advance around get you a jirachi mate I'm honestly not that bothered anymore. <laughs> but uh, thank you for the offer. <laughs> uh, the offer's still there, man. If you ever wanted your Archie. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> Think, speaking of Archie, I'm uh, playing Pokemon Emerald at the moment <laughs> on the Game Boy Advance. I could totally just get a Jirachi. I didn't even think about that. Sweet. I might just get it. Just play through. Anyway, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, talking of Game Boy, there was a game that we, I think, technically didn't get in the UK, or we might have, but like it was hard to find. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a Shaman King game. It's called Shaman King Legacy of the Spirits Sprinting Wolf. I absolutely loved this game because it was basically Shaman King, but like Pokemon. So you would like run around an area, you'd have random battles. It was an RPG and you would level up your spirits and they were like, you know, they had different affinities and stuff. So you had your, it was literally Pokemon, but Shaman King. Yeah. Ah, okay. And it was fucking awesome. But you could also like combine spirits to get new ones. Okay. Or you could just like, you know, make your current one stronger. But like certain spirits, if you combine them, they turned into something new. And it was like this really, really cool game. But most people didn't actually get to play it. It sounds like Persona. In a way. It's, uh, it sounds well, It sounds like very Persona-ish. Like, I know obviously Persona is very story heavy and like is like uh, roaming around dungeons and stuff. But like that's the kind of vibe you like, I get from what you said about like the like sort of combining spirits and all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, it shares a lot of like similar things, but it, it was literally like shaman king pokemon and i absolutely loved it but uh yeah like the only reason i found it was because it was in some random like shop you know like owned by some random people it <laughs> they just happened to sell everything you know they got dvds they got handbags they got they've got phones and sim cards and you're like oh for some reason they also sell game boy games let's have a look it's one of them okay cool yeah it's one of those like um those shops that just like got random import games you wouldn't be able to find in your typical like game store or like yeah and you always wondered like how they got them but you never asked the guy because he's probably got some shady dealings or something and you're like i'm just gonna buy the game for like 10 quid yeah <laughs> yeah it's, i don't know they're like i think that those like shops though back in the day which just had those import games you wouldn't be able to find anywhere those are like a gold mine those would be those would be like a checkbox list of like shops i wanted to go to as a kid uh, no, that sounds a cool game though right uh, do you say it was on game boy or game boy advance uh game boy advance sorry i i tend to by this point you know this they're both so old even though they are technically two separate things i always just say game boy and leave it at that <laughs> yeah that's fair it's all like the same sort it's all cartridge based in it so does that mean the switch is a game boy because it's got cartridge basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how many people we've just like pissed off <laughs> 
Yeah, that's it. Switch is Game Boy. It's just a Game Boy you can plug in your TV. It's a Super Game Boy. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for the Super Game Boy Pro. <laughs> Super Game... Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, enough offending the masses. Well, well, I guess not really, because this whole episode could offend someone with just how poor the taste is. Oh, yeah. I'm interested if anyone actually, like, has played these games or just like, oh, cool, I enjoyed this as well, like... Surely some people have. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm going to move forward a bit more on the, my timeline of games. So we're getting into more modern ones right now, for me anyway. I'm going to go for a 3DS game here. And in Japan, this actually came out as uh, one single game. I'll say it was. It's a One Piece Unlimited Cruise special, which is basically, it's a remake of a Wii game, uh, a One Piece game. Did I watch you play this? I feel like I watched you play this one time when we were most likely supposed to be studying possibly yeah because I, I mean i did have this game i basically i imported it uh when it came out in japan uh and in japan at the time on the wii this came out as two separate games anyway so um no uh this came out god uh 2000 maybe between 2008 to 2009 i think um it's somewhere in the somewhere in that area like these two games came out uh on the wii and uh eventually i think we did get them in the UK on the Wii, they weren't like massively advertised. I think it was just a low-key release. It's just like, hey, we just push these games out here. You can get them. Eventually, these games actually made their way onto 3DS. And in Japan, they, they didn't do the whole two-part release thing. They released them as a single game. But uh, in the UK, and I think in the US as well, they didn't do that. So they split this game in two like they did for the Wii version. Uh, but this this time as well, like uh, even though they imported it onto the uh, 3DS and it is basically the same game story-wise, they added a Marine Ford arc on top of it. So like it's, it's like, oh, here's, here's your new reason to buy this. Here's an extra... It's not as good. The, the Marine Ford arc isn't good as the main story mode, basically. Because in, in this game, you're basically... You're Luffy and his crew and you're adventuring around this island that um you've just uh, landed on and there's there's a few different islands you can go to you're beating up enemies that uh how do i explain this okay so uh basically when luffy and his crew get to this island uh, the there's a like a manifestation of something like a god okay and it's um it's feeding off the crew's memories okay and it's creating enemies uh that the crew remember that's how that's how basically you come across all these right enemies that come back so each island probably has two bosses on it, it as like a, a medium boss and it's got the hard boss at the end uh and there's like about four or five islands per game uh so basically if you if you had the whole collection the two-part collection you're going across about 10 islands and like you got like other mini games as well. You got like mi- uh, mini games, like side quests, like mining and stuff. You can go fishing, you can catch bugs, and you got like a whole critopedia, kind of like Animal Crossing. But you have like you're basically adventuring as One Piece characters at the same time and beating the shit out of Marines. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest cross, like the weirdest crossover, <laughs> One Piece Animal Crossing. I think that's what I loved about this game, though. It was just like it was so much fun to like one go and find these uh, specific bugs in certain areas on the island and fill up your critopedia. There's like the fishing mini games are fun as well. Like, and you can catch uh, different things. You can explore the sunny. This game like lets you explore the whole sunny basically and go into different parts of like the rooms and that. That was really fun. What I love about these games is it's a sense of adventure and it's like if you're a One Piece fan, it's really cool to just see these things. Gameplay-wise, I can understand why it's got such a low score. This scored um, 46 on Metacritic. Ooh. I understand why it's kind of that low if you consider the story mode. Like, sometimes, basically, when you start off the game, uh, you don't start off with all your characters' moves either. It's like a level-up system. But I can understand why if 
if you're not willing to put the time into it and you think it and you comes across quite boring i'm gonna i can understand why people aren't a fan of it i don't know me personally i absolutely love this game like it's just it's the fun of like catching every like, catching every like, animal like beating up on like some like cool one piece baddies as well like, i think uh, this went up to uh kizaru i think in the second game uh kizaru was like probably the uh the biggest biggest enemy i think in terms of story there's like side there were side bosses as well which were harder i think garp's the hardest one in that game like that's like because you have to like get certain things to unlock these bosses as well the side bosses anyway it's it's just a fun game i, I, I would encourage anyone to pick it up if they can <laughs> i guess i'll just keep <laughs> following you on your timeline uh i want to mention on 3ds it's always been quite a underrated series funny enough a game called fossil fighters frontier oh god i've heard of this like fossil fighters is actually a really cool game it's basically the premise is kind of like pokemon in that there's a whole tournament and stuff set up and you want to be the best fossil file the way you find your fossils though is you actually have to go to dig sites like find fossils dig out the bones from the rock and depending on how well you clean you get bonuses to your dinosaurs and if you find the whole skeleton like you get more bonuses like you don't just find the you know or oh, the whole skeleton it's like oh you found the skull you found the rib cage you found the leg the tail like mm. it was a really really cool game and it was like just not very well known the fighting system was a very watered down pokemon so it was very rock paper scissors like i think it was if i remember correctly it's just like fire water grass and maybe rock so like there's only like three or four elements in it it wasn't super advanced but it was just a cool little game it actually started way back on the ds that frontier i think was the last one that ever came out i think there was some sort of fossil fighters on switch as well but it might be a re-release of frontier i'm not entirely sure interesting okay but like fossil fighters is a really cool series but yeah it's just really underrated and really unknown who is the developer for it i don't remember i didn't note that down <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I feel like um, I do remember this game. You probably saw it because I have, I had it. Yeah, I, I feel like I saw this like in stores as well. I remember like hearing about this game. I remember distinctly. I took it for a trade in at game, and the guy who served me scanned it and kept flipping the box. You know when you do that thing where you like look at the cover and then you look at the back, then you look at the cover, then you look at the back, and he was just staring at this thing for like a solid like five minutes, and then he was like looking at the computer, and then he looked up at me and went, "I have never heard of this game." <laughs> I did. He was like, "I wasn't even sure if this was real." I'm, I'm gonna i'm not gonna lie it's on our system um and it's in my hand and i i'm telling you i never heard of this i thought this was fake <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm just looking at it now from the box art you kind of do like think like, oh yeah this looks like a a ripoff of like, some sort of like, pokemon game but like at the same time is this like a rarer game like is it like if you were to try and buy it now would it be like quite pricey to try and find I don't know. I remember when I traded my copy and I got extra money because it was so rare. I mean, the 3DS one seems quite easy to come across. It's only eight ninety nine. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I think the 3DS one is quite like at least over here it's like bargain one. DS one is super hard to find. Yeah, because I'm like literally just looking at looking up right now, and it's like two hundred and seventeen quid to try and uh, get that game. <laughs> These are like underground like cult hits. 
like only the people who know and have played are like, oh, these games are sick. But like everyone else is like, what the fuck is that? It's surprising that. Okay, fair. I think that like because it's it's um, published by Nintendo as well. Well, obviously it would be published, uh, <laughs> but um, d- developed by Red Entertainment, Nintendo. Like it's one of those games that yeah just clearly fell off the radar. I think there's got like a song in Smash Bros. I feel like that's probably why I've heard it. I think there's a trophy or something, or was a trophy or an assist or something. Like, I can't remember because we don't play with items anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's a track. There might have been like some. Uh, there might have been a uh, what do you call it? What are they called spirit. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, yeah. There's a few spirits. I think. I think there's two. No, fair, fair enough. I mean, it, it looks quite fun from the box art. I liked it. Like, it, it literally is just like a little bit of everything. A little Pokemon, like a little Monster Rancher. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna like keep in like mainline. I'm gonna keep in line with Nintendo consoles right now as well. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say uh, a game that's on 3DS and Wii U. So I'm combining these two here. Okay. Basically, they're the Pokemon Rumble games. Ah, uh, have that noted down too. Is it okay? Cool. So I've got noted down here Pokemon Rumble U, and we've got uh, Pokemon Rumble Blast. So these games uh, both scored under sixty. I also had the original one on Wii, just Pokemon Rumble. I, th- I believe that was like 60 and under as well. With these games, I'd actually really enjoyed them. I think we talked about this in the past episode as well. I think it was the Pokemon episode. Yeah, we definitely have spoken about these before. These are really cool. It's a shame what happened to it. The whole like trying to cash in on toys to like real life to game kind of thing. You know, like the whole Amiibo Skylanders kind of thing. And then like it morphed into a free to play mobile game. Oh god, I didn't even play that. I did for a little while. It's not good. You know, it's like all the worst parts of the game, but made even worse now because you've got five lives. Every time you take a hit, you lost a life. Or if every time you fail, you lost a life. You gotta wait an hour for your next life. I feel like uh, the Pokemon Rumble series is kind of dead now. I can't, I can't see myself picking up another one. Like, I, I think like for its time, like um, the Wii one was great. I love playing the Wii one. Uh, like you can vouch for that. Oh, dude, I got addicted playing, like, played it at your house and I immediately went home and bought it on my own Wii. It was a good game. And then um, uh, Rumble Blast was actually quite good as well. I actually really enjoyed that one on the 3DS because it was all the stuff that was about Pokemon Rumble uh, in the Wii version. And they were like, oh, we're going to beef up this like universe. So, like, there was a story behind it. Story is kind of shit. I'm not going to lie. The story behind Pokemon Rumble Blast is... I didn't even remember it had a story. <laughs> Yeah, it had like it was basically like I think um you know the uh the legendary swords in Pokemon Black and White, the uh like uh those things. I think uh they end up getting like shadow versions of themselves or something in the Pokemon Rumble universe. And like it was your goal or something to bring down the shadow rumble Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know. It, I could be making that up, but it sounds right. I mean, I don't remember it, so I just have to take your word on it. But the whole premise of it was like, it's the same thing as the Wii one. You go around with your little toy Pokemon and you have your A and B buttons and you're just smashing those. I like, try and take out as many like swarms of enemies as possible it was a good game the 3ds one was good i enjoyed it yeah i really like that too yeah it's like a nice pick up and play game you don't have to think too much like, you put something on the background put your like favorite tv show on like just like mash a and b take out some toy pokemon you're sorted but like that you're right though the wii u one kind of it, it did not deliver in terms of uh in terms of Pokemon stuff. I think, uh, weirdly enough, uh, I bought uh, the Wii U version uh, an in-store. Obviously, 
Like, I bought like a physical copy of the game, so I got a box for it. Weird. I didn't even know it had a physical copy. Oh, it, it's one of those ones. It's it's not a physical copy of the game. It's like you get the box and get download code in it. Oh, it's those. It's one of those uh, physical digital games. Fuck that shit. Where like you, you got you got the box, but you got download code in it, and obviously because you bought it in store, uh, you get two free um little nft things you know little figures but it's like it's that classic like trying to get like your little figurines in any like sort of mystery box it's the fact that you're gonna get like a load of shit ones and the rarer ones are gonna be like one in 25 or something like that you know what i mean so like uh, i end up with um i think i've got a few litwicks and then i think i i put a fair bit of money down on these things you know back when they came out i can't remember who it was it might have been like jay wits or something i think he did a video where he he went into like his local gamestop and just bought the whole box like he got everything out of one box but i i don't know if that was like how the pull rate was supposed to work or if he just got really lucky i don't know yeah it's like when like max mofo does his like sort of like uh, mystery uh box things in it more often than not he does get the whole collection when he does the box it's like it's that thing and i think um i got i got a fair few legendary pokemon from it i got like a Mew, I got Jirachi, Genesect, uh, Shaman. I'm just looking at him now because I'm just looking at my shelf. <laughs> uh, but there's obviously like a few like random ones as well. I got Lucario, Zorark, Torchic, like a whole bunch of I got a Pikachu. Pikachu looks cool. It's like a QB like little polygon Pikachu just sat on my shelf now. These things are cool to have, but like it's not where it's not where you want the Rumble game series to go. You don't want it to just be focused on these things. You want them to be like fleshed out games and yeah i think i that the 3ds is where it peaked for me basically yeah i could agree with that especially because i i had actually played the mobile version and hated it absolutely hated it yeah that's a shame sticking with pokemon like another spin-off game that i really enjoyed that is commonly unliked is the mystery dungeon series i actually really like those and i know that they can be fairly divisive in the fandom like again it's one of those where people like the ones who play and enjoy really really like it but everyone else is sort of like i don't get it but i've just always enjoyed them like ever since the first one i played both versions the um the game boy advance one rescue team red and rescue team blue the ds version i played both of those i basically played almost the entire franchise i think the only one i'm missing one on 3ds like the last one i think is super mystery dungeon that's the only one i haven't played and then like that's it you get a switch one i didn't yet but it's also just a remake of the first two so i'm kind of like i don't really need to get it you know because i played both of them and i've still got my original copy of uh rescue team red on game boy advance so i'm kind of like i'm not really missing out yeah that's fair i mean it's like uh, i think i've tried to pick these games up multiple times i just couldn't get into them personally it's just not my preference i think in terms of spin-off games though i feel like this is like one of the more successful pokemon spin-off games they've done you'd have to wouldn't you it's got the most new versions like it's always mm. it's always got like a, a sequel unlike a lot of the other spin-off games like we were talking about this the other day like um just in a whatsapp chat and like there's so many like cool games like spin-off pokemon games that we'd love to see like sequels or remakes of yeah is mystery dungeon seems to have like a fair few like follow-ups like, i must have like how many series in it like about i feel like it's like five follow-ups I could be wrong. Five or six. I I don't have them all noted down, and I don't I don't remember how many were. I think on the DS there was at least, uh, including the original ones. I think there was four of them. Yeah. And then there's two on the 3DS. So there's at least like six games in the entire series. And then you know if you want to include the Switch remake, that's seven. 
one's fair, man. Like, there's got a fair few remakes. Uh, but I know there's people out there that really love these games, but me personally, I just couldn't get into them. No, I under I understand that. It's it's because it's Pokemon, but it's like so different. And also like it locks away the most important part of Pokemon until like end game. But by that point you really don't care. <laughs> like you can't evolve until you finish. It's always been that way. You can't evolve until you finish the game. Interesting, yeah. And I'm like, ah, I spent ages getting here, but now there's nothing else to do. And I don't want to keep playing this game anymore because there's nothing else to do. So why would I care? <laughs> You should have just let me evolve from the start. Now that you're just like talking about this, I feel like I remember the um, the promotional anime around this. I don't know if you remember it as a kid. It was on TV. But um, there was like a special episode. Like I think, you know, like there was that series of, um, there was like a Pokemon spin-off series and it had like little one-off episodes where it follows certain characters from the anime or certain characters from the games. Was that Pokemon Chronicles? Pokemon Chronicles. Yeah, that's it. It's exactly that. And I think it was it must have been an episode of Pokemon Chronicles where um uh like it's based on Mystery Dungeon. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's like um the kid work uh, wakes up as a squirrel and he's like all the Pokemon are talking around him and they're like all doing bits. And it's like it's quite a cool episode for my member. I think the whole Pokemon Chronicles series was quite fun actually. I never really watched it. That's um that's quite interesting. I'd probably have to go back and look it up. Yeah, like, I'm, I remember at one point like, when I was, like, collecting those DVDs of, like, past series that I love. I was so close to buying the whole Pokemon Chronicles box set. <laughs> but I was, I got there and I was just like, ah, I don't really want this. Like, it's, it's one of those ones. I would love to go back and rewatch the series, but I'm not too fussed if I don't. Back on, Going back on track anyway. Yeah, Mystery Dungeon games, like, I can understand the hype behind them. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is, like, the last game I have on my list. Okay. But, um... <laughs> It's it's gonna be well. I think like I've talked to you quite a few times about this, Nathan, and I know for a fact that um, I know what the fandom think about this game. Okay, uh, it's uh, Jump Force. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> See, okay, like the whole concept of Jump Force is like my ideal game because I absolutely love jump crossover games. I, I've got like I'm probably like one of the biggest fan of like them in general. I've played so many different ones. And Jump Force is a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Like they're trying to like they make it like a little bit gritty with the graphics or whatever. It's like a, it's a bit more polished compared to uh, J Stars and like well, it's the only real three D uh, jump game. <laughs> the thing is with Jump Force is that for me, it's taken away everything that I loved about J Stars Victory VS. Cause I'm a massive fan of J Stars. Like that was like one of my biggest games back in the day. And the thing is, Jump Force isn't a terrible game. <laughs> uh, it's, it's not terrible enough for me to not buy the Switch version of this uh, Jump game. Because I had it on PS4. I've got that special edition with like the Goku, Luffy, and Naruto statue. Because I'm a <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so i got that and i played through the game and there's certain parts of it which are just like it's awfully written for one <laughs> like the, the the story of jump force is uh it's questionable there's like you got like light yagami asking goku about the dragon balls and it's quite <laughs> it's quite a surreal experience i'll tell you that interesting kind of screams fan fiction at times <laughs> i mean that's what these games are really yeah it's all fan fiction in there it's not gonna have the most amazing writing behind it and honestly the com the combat isn't the greatest either but the thing i love about jump force and all jump games in general is the whole crossover thing like the whole like jump heroes fighting against each other 
I enjoy that. I didn't complete the PS4 version. However, I did complete the Switch version. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot more upgrades to it when compared to when the game first came out. They've like done a few quality of life things. I remember the loading screens took like about, oh, I don't know, like five minutes to load. I think that's an exaggeration, but it felt like five minutes when, <laughs> <laughs> when you're playing it. A lot of quality of life improves the game. And it's cool they've added DLC to it. And I, I do like the game. I do enjoy it. It could be some improvements. Like make it make it more like J Star. People gonna hate me for that. I think people preferred like I think I feel like people preferred Jump Force over J Stars because like J Stars is more like a party game. It's like your Smash Brosy sort of thing. Where you got like it's four people going up against each other, whereas Jump Force is one on one. So they're trying to make it more like a fighting game, but it doesn't really work as well in my opinion. But you got a whole load of cool characters in it. I feel like I've like said this to you so many times, Nathan, and you just you just disapprove every single time of this choice. Look, I played the demo. I've heard the complaints. I've heard your complaints. And the fact that you still, for some reason, love this game baffles me to no end. I don't understand how you still like this game. But hey, we're not supposed to agree all the time. That's what this whole video is about. I mean, this this game isn't without its flaws. I'm, I'm definitely not getting that. I've, I've, I've listed a whole bunch of them <laughs> just by describing it. Um, but it is, I think it's the premise of the game that I love, and the same with J-Stars. It's the fight against, it's the all-star crossover games. It's like, um, remember Project uh, Crosszone? Did you play them? I do. I still have my copy of the first one, and it turns out that first game is very expensive right now. Is it? It is worth a lot of money, yeah, because apparently it's really rare. I got that. I got that first one and the second one. Like, I completed the first one, didn't finish the second one. I didn't finish the first one, I didn't buy the second one. I wanted to, but I just never got around to it. But yeah, apparently the, a copy of the first Project X Zone is like super expensive. It's definitely a game that I think is actually quite, I think fans like that one. So it's not it's not actually one that's on our list. But I was just using it as an example <laughs> of like, all the crossover games that are out there. It is one of those ones uh, that I love compared to Jump Force. Jump Force is good, doesn't meet the same level as other crossover games. Yeah, it's still on this list of the games I like. So I'm playing Devil's Advocate <laughs> to a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got no opinions on that game so i'm just gonna move on yeah <laughs> fantastic i guess i'll leave it off with one final game and i've got a lot left to talk about but i think i'm just gonna pick this game because i want more games from this franchise on the xbox 360 the fist of the north star ken's rage series i absolutely loved it was a fist of the north star warriors game I loved them. Apparently people didn't. Because <laughs> both of them, <laughs> 1 and 2, were both under 60 on Metacritic. I could understand the first one maybe not being so popular because it was kind of... There were some strange choices. Like, the, the combat was pretty much the same, you know. But there was, like... There wasn't a lot of characters and there wasn't a lot of unlockable characters. And I think there was a choice, but I used English voiceover. But um, whoever the voice director was really wanted them to sound Japanese when they said a name. So I always remember like the the cutscene where Ken breaks into King or Shin's castle to save Yuria. And he's like, Yuria, it's me, Kenjiro. <laughs> <laughs> like for some reason they always put really heavy japanese pronunciation on the names and it just always made me laugh 
I think I picked up Ken's Rage, the first one. I was probably recommending it to everyone at the time. I think it was. I think uh, the, it was one of those ones where like they had a demo out for it as well. I feel like demos back in the Xbox 360 and Play- PlayStation 3 days were a lot more common. Yeah. Like, I, I played the demo. I actually quite enjoyed it. So I, I picked it so much that I did pick it up because I do remember playing this. I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Fist of North Star because I've never actually got a chance to watch the series properly. I uh, just played this game. I've got basically grasping at straws of what the story is from the little paragraphs that they give you in between fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as a Dynasty Warriors game goes, it wasn't a bad game. The second one was much better because the first one only basically goes halfway through the first half of the story. It only goes up to where Kenshiro fights Rao at the end. That's actually only half of the Fist and North Star franchise. The second one, annoyingly doesn't go through like the first part but it goes through the second half so it's almost like you had to buy both games if you didn't know the story but you wanted to learn it through these these games but the second one had like way more characters and it was a much cooler game because it it had like it had a lot of the like nanto generals it included a lot of like the I don't want to say lesser known, but like, again, a lot of the Nanto generals that sort of just turn up. If you could then, would you rather see a, a sequel to Ken's Rage? Or would you rather see a Fist of North Star game in the, uh, you know, because they did the Yakuza. Uh, you guys did the Yakuza, like they made it. I would like a sequel to both. <laughs> um, because they're different, for one. I For the Ken's Rage series, I'd like one, but like, one game that is essentially both of them smashed together goes through the whole story it's got all the characters so you'd buy like a a collection yeah like a collection basically it it may be a compilation but i'm talking like maybe a third one that is literally just like goes through all of it slightly improved quality of life stuff blah 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 blah. um and then i actually do want a sequel to um fuck what was it called i think like lost paradise or something i have that game um, you think I'd know. I want a sequel to that because that has no semblance. Like, it's not canon. It's got nothing to do with the actual story of Fist of the North Star. It just has the characters. Did that go down well with the fans? So, I, it sort of did and didn't because some of the fans are like, oh, this is just very loosely Fist of the North Star. And other fans were like, oh, this isn't Yakuza enough. Yeah, okay. The main complaint was mostly that people were like, this is just Yakuza, but with Fist and North Star skinned over. Uh, to me, it was perfect because I was like, I'm a fan of Yakuza. I'm a fan of Fist and North Star. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I was like, this is great. I get to go around on my Womoshinderu and, you know, fucking make cocktails as well in a, a stupid mini game that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd like to see a sequel to that one as well, but that might not ever happen again. The Fist and North Star franchise is like. So it's so strange it's i think it's too violent for the modern day but it's also like people remember it but only the people who know of it yeah and otherwise it's like it's just a pachinko machine like when we were in japan in 2019 i saw so many pachinko machines and every time yeah. i died a little inside because one of my favorite franchises <laughs> is just this fucking gambling pinball machine oh man that's funny I think that's the thing, like, doesn't the creator have another series as well? And that's also heavily featured on Pachinko Machines. <laughs> yes. Again, it's, it's sad what it became, because Fist and North Star is so cool. Okay, so Nathan, just to round this up quick, out of all the games that we've listed so far, uh, you can choose one to get a sequel or remake of. 
What one would you choose? Oh, you cheeky devil. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard question. Um, oh, what do I want? You know what? I'm going to go completely. Probably no one would see this coming considering I just spoke about Fist and North Star for almost like five to ten minutes straight. Um, I actually want a sequel to the Shaman King game. Yeah. But like on a modern console. So it's like 3D. Unfortunately, it probably would be a little bit too much like Persona. But um, I'd love to see that, especially what with Shaman King having a new anime. It's like the time to come back and make games for it. I mean, if the anime is big enough, if it, like, if it hits hard like uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba has, um, I reckon they could get a game for it. I don't know if it would be that game <laughs> necessarily, but... Uh... Okay, well, maybe not a sequel to Legacy of the Spirits, but like a spiritual successor. <laughs> Pun unintended. Yeah, I'd love to see a sequel to that on a on the switch or a playstation or i mean it's japan so not really xbox but xbox <laughs> you know like <laughs> on something I'd, I'd like to see that what about you what what would you get a sequel to um oh, it's, it's a tough one like if it's if it was younger me i think i'd definitely want a sequel to the unlimited unlim- uh what was it <laughs> the uh one piece unlimited cruise games but i didn't realize that sequels did come out for him it was unlimited world red and i hated it so i'm not gonna say that <laughs> Oh god, that was garbage. I, I had that. I hated that game. I absolutely hated it. It took everything that I loved about the Unlimited Cruise games and just destroyed it. <laughs> um, I think that if I was to get a sequel to anything, I love a sequel to Jump Force, but they do some heavy improvements to it. One, they add characters from the whole Jump universe, like including some maybe comedy characters like Gintoki and like. Like, Sooner isn't in Jump Force, which really annoys me. He's so cool of a character. Sooner's cool. <laughs> He's not in it. And, like, um, Tanjiro, he'd be cool in it. Like, there's some uh, extra characters thrown in Jump Force. I think, as well, this probably isn't going to be a sequel. This is going to be me revamping the game completely. But uh, I'd love to see a jump game in the style of Fighters. Okay, so you are you're basically just making a whole new game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want Marvel versus Capcom, but with jump characters. I thought you were just going to basically turn it into a sequel, like the true sequel we should have got from J-Stars, but um, you're talking different, man. I love a J-Star sequel as well. Yeah, I, I just want a completely different <laughs> game. This isn't even like <laughs> a sequel. But, uh, yeah, I'd say that. Like, I'd, Pokemon Channel would be cool as well. I'd love to see a Pokemon Channel. <sighs> like some form of that come back. It'd be interesting to see. <laughs> no, I, I don't think something like that could work anymore like you know that kind of weird shovelware kind of loosely is a game like i had a game on my list that technically you didn't even play but i didn't mention it um <laughs> and i'm not going to not even as an honorable but um yeah wow okay do, do you know what dark horse i want a, a sequel or a complete remake of hey you pikachu because i never got to play that game i've only seen videos but i really wanted that as a kid mm, it sounds fun i like I don't know what the I don't know what it's about because I haven't seen any footage of Hey You Pikachu. Basically, this Pikachu is a wild Pikachu. It just happens to hang around at your house a lot for some reason. Like it just likes you and your house. So then you go off to different areas, and Pokemon have like, oh, I need, I need this. I want to do a picnic. Like a Bulbasaur is like, oh, I want to make something for a picnic. Um, but you and Pikachu have to go and find it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of little things like that, but basically you're supposed to just scream commands at Pikachu, um, but because it was early technology, it didn't work. So most of the time you were spent 
it's called Hey You Pikachu for a reason because you spent most of your time going, Hey Pikachu, Hey Pikachu, 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 Pikachu. <laughs> Dear God. And it, it would literally be like, I remember the magazine I had, it was like, Oh, you know, you can tell Pikachu to Thunderbolt and it'll do it. Like, it, they made it come across that you would give a command and it would do it, but it didn't actually work. <laughs> But that's why I'm like a modern version could be cool because you know voice recognition and so much like technology's evolved so far. So I'm gonna say this right now as well. I just hate voice <laughs> voice uh, recognition in games in general. I hate it. <laughs> it never works out the way. It never works out the way. Because I remember a Mario Party game had it, and it just like uh, I just I dislike those mini games because you have to plug the mic in. It's so much effort. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. like it. Voice recognition sucks. It does. It does. Right. Well, on that note, I feel uh, we'll end the episode there. Nice one. <laughs> Catch you later, guys. Bye. Bye.